Being a professional mathematician. Danny Brown talks about being a mathematics teacher. Okay, my name is Danny Brown, I'm a math teacher at Thomas Tallis School in Greenwich. Uh, I've been teaching for seven years. I'm now deputy head of department, so I run the A-level maths. Before I became a mathematics teacher, I was a mathematician in the city for about five or six years. So I worked as an actuary for a while and then as a mathematician. And so I class myself as a mathematician, but more because of that. As a teacher, I wouldn't class you as being a mathematician necessarily. Uh, and, that, and that's possibly because you're doing mathematics that is not at a very high level of mathematics. Sometimes in A-level you can be teaching um, some higher-level mathematics, but uh, when you're teaching Year 7s how to add up and take away, it's hard to classify yourself as a mathematician when you're doing that in your day-to-day work. But it doesn't mean I don't enjoy that. I absolutely do. But as a mathematician, yeah, I would say I do and I don't class myself as a mathematician. Also, though, in my free time, I, I enjoy doing mathematics, and um, I'm doing an open university course, doing a math degree again for the second time, <laughs> just for out of pleasure, really. And so I sort of do class myself as a mathematician because of that, but not necessarily because of being a math teacher. A lot of teachers, math teachers, don't have a math degree, for example. Some of them don't even have math A-level. And so I'd definitely say that some of them would not class themselves as a mathematician. I would, but not because of being a math teacher. As a math teacher, what supports me is... Well, your colleagues, obviously, and the school itself that you work in. So networks of teachers is really important. So there's networks within school, but there's also networks outside the school. So we have a Greenwich network of teachers, which is run by the Further Math Support Programme, and they're excellent. I mean, in terms of the bodies that exist that create networks between people, they're the most successful at the moment, the Further Math Support Programme, and I really enjoy working with them. Aside that, there's other bodies like the ATM, Maths Association, which we do, do some work with. Definitely the ATM provide good resources for use in the classroom. MA, less so. Slightly more higher level, I would say, the MA is. And there's also the MEI, which we use some of their resources in the classroom as well. So there's quite a few professional bodies there, quite a few different ones. I would say the ATM is most in touch with schools today. So, yeah, in terms of support, it's the, the professional bodies and the school and the colleagues that you work with. Are social media important for me? In terms of social media and importance in the future, our students at Thomas Tallis here have, have created a Facebook page called Delicious Pie where they post things that are of interest to them. And there's definitely a future in using Facebook for, with students, you know, interacting with students. And also blogs, so Tumblr blogs, we create them. And it's becoming a, a way of communicating with the students more effectively. So, yeah, Facebook and uh, Tumblr are important social media that we're using as well. A lot of maths teachers aren't on Twitter. Like, I would say I was the only one here who uses Twitter, for example, out of 15 maths teachers. And there is, there is lots of maths teachers on there across the world, but I still think it, hasn't, it isn't, the volume isn't enough yet to use it as a resource for supporting maths teaching. I use it personally to find out interesting things about maths not necessarily to support my everyday teaching. There's a lot of people on there creating resources, creating web-based resources, and, and Twitter is a way of, pe- of showing people those. But I generally only have a couple of places that I go for math resources, and that's not come from Twitter. That's come from, like, say, Enrich, for example, is a really good example of a resource that I will use regularly, and that's not from Twitter, that's, from, that's come from... So it's something, but it's, it, it will be. I think it will be in the future, but right now I don't think it is. 
My website, it, 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 it's interesting, my website, because I think it, it's not actually offering resources in a way. It's offering, it's offering ideas that teachers can take if, and use them if they want to. And it's almost like offering a, a way of thinking about maths education. So it's saying that instead of sitting there with a book and doing some numbers and you know, working things out on paper, how about making something? How about physically doing something or making something that's an, an, an activity that involves actually physically being part of the task that you're doing? And so in that respect, it doesn't give you... It's not resources as much as ideas that saying you could do this this way or perhaps have you ever thought about bringing this into a classroom? And I think more, more than that, it's sort of saying that you don't necessarily have to work within the curriculum in the maths classroom because you've got five years of kids in your lessons. You don't need to follow a curriculum for five years. You can sometimes step outside the curriculum and show them something interesting, you know, that's beautiful or interesting or engaging that's not necessarily just on the curriculum and I think there's a huge place for that in maths education which is why I made that website. I think on average on a per day about 300 people look at it sometimes 600 is about the most 600 700 on a slow day it's about 150 something like that so quite a lot of unique visitors I have on there. Other obstacles to coming to teach here I would say I have not found any. I think I've got a quite a strong mathematical background, so I haven't found any obstacles in that way. If, I think if you have a strong mathematical background, you, you have no obstacles. Mathematical role models, just teachers at school, but I have no real mathematics role models now. And the thing is, I, I, I have now. Sorry, I, have, I didn't then, but I have now. There's people like, it's weird, but I love geometry and um, shape. And I now have role models when I look at their work. There's people like um, Kepler and Euler, and you look at these work they do, and you're just like... It's amazing, you know, and so now I do as I find out more about mathematics, but that's not why I got into it. Do we ever talk about role models in maths? Yeah. So, we, yeah, we, um, we do have series of lessons where we, have a, where we look at a mathematician, a role model in mathematics. Um, for example, we have a week where we look at Alan Turing and the work that he did and the code-breaking, etc. And I, I talk about mathematicians a lot uh, in my lessons, uh, about the history of maths. I think it's important. But then... On the, on the other side of that, you don't want to talk to them about somebody who lived 200 years ago who's not necessarily relevant to their lives these days. So Alan Turing's really good because he's recent and there's still relevance to them in, in, in his life. Whereas if you started talking about Gauss, I don't think they'd be particularly interested. In terms of role models in mathematics, the person who my role model is at the moment is a guy called George Hart in America. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's in New York. He's the curator of the... Um, Museum of Maths that's opening there in a few months. And over in America, there's a lot of things happening that are promoting this active physical activity in mathematics. And it's not happening. It doesn't seem to me that it's happening in the UK yet. And I look at people like George Hart, and I think that's amazing what he's doing over there with this museum. And I just want something like that in the UK. And I don't think it exists yet. And I don't think that whole, that whole thing that maths... People are asking, maths is interesting, maths is this and that. I don't think they've anyone's really proved that to the public or to kids yet. And I think this, that's maybe why this maths, maths website um, came about, because it's shown that it actually is beautiful and it's actually relevant. And it, I don't think anyone's doing that yet. And it, I find it quite frustrating as a mathematician, because it's like, people are like, oh, maths this, maths that. And if your best role model is like Carol Vorderman or something, it's just a bit like, no, this isn't what maths is about or mathematics is about. So there's something, there's a, there's a gap there and there's a something that I'm very passionate about that isn't being done yet.
This recording was created for the project Being a Professional Mathematician, supported by the MSOR Network, the Institute of Mathematics and its Applications, and the Universities of Greenwich and Birmingham, as part of the National HE STEM programme. It is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike Licence.